Hallelujah. Give God some praise this morning. Give him some praise this morning. It was, it was so hot this morning. It was hot this morning. We don't want it to get cold. We most definitely don't want no lukewarm water. Hallelujah. So give God some praise. Lift him up. Lift him up. Lift him up. This means war. Hallelujah. We're blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I am so glad to be here. My brother-in-law and my nieces and my everybody is here today. Thank you for coming. I want to love my brother-in-law. He was always a, a first year of my married life. I lived with my brother-in-law and the family. And uh, me and he was always, and they would say, uh, so let's go ask Clay. Tell Clay to go get Mama Gullin. Get Clay. <laughs> so I thank you, Clay, for loving me. I, I, all the years, I, I thank you. I really, when we say, we, we call each other, we say we love each other. I truly believe you love me. It's something about love. I ain't going to preach on love today because, I mean, I do. but just something about it. Praise, I just want to thank the Lord for my family being here. I thank you. I ain't seen. I've been asking about you, girl. I thought you better bring yourself out to see me sometime. <laughs> and so I'm glad to see Sharon, and, and I'm glad to all of you, all my, my grand and my whatever Kendy is. I don't know. Somebody said somebody was, we was talking to the girl across the street as a, Pentecostal pastor's wife, her name is Lily, and I just love her. And we talk sometimes, you know, so, but, uh, I don't really be knowing a lot of things, you know. People is so good. All the women in the, in my complex, I guess it's 22 houses. I don't know how many women there. But they all got together and they came around me and I was at the, at the, at the mailbox. I just thought this was so precious. And all of them say, um, uh, Celeste, if you need anything, I'm looked up all these women standing around me. I mean, you folks, all the people didn't know me. Not really. Yeah, they do because I'm the only in the neighborhood. But, uh, just ask us if you need anything. Half of them, I don't know their names. You know, I don't know Lillian and the girl across the street that's got a Bible study. You know, I don't know everybody's name in that complex. But I thought that was so precious. You know, love is something. And when you want to do something to help somebody else, that's really wonderful. Ain't that wonderful? Praise the Lord. So I know God won't be the minister of this because all the service been going toward it. So I want you to turn to the twenty second Chronicles. One of my favorite scriptures. My favorite. This is one of my favorite things here. Thank you, Lord. Father, I want to thank you first of all for just being you. I just you just Good. We don't really praise you enough, but we try to do our best, you know, to give you all the praise and glory, Lord. I, I just, you just been so good. I appreciate you so much, Lord. Praise the Lord. So as we come further into the service, like we haven't left, I feel the Holy Spirit is here to help us, to guide us, and and give us something maybe that we could think about. So I give you praise and I give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Bless the word. Anoint thy servant. I ask it in the name of Jesus. Clip, clap your hands for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I tell you. I want to go to the, uh, the 20th chapter of Second Chronicles. This in the Old Testament, so don't be going in the back trying to find Chronicles. And looking for Corinthians and thank you. Chronicles, okay. Second Chronicles 20, I love it. This is a chapter I really, truly love. Praise the Lord. And it came to pass also, this also, that the children of Am, uh, Moab 
and the children of Ammon, and with them others beside the Ammonites came together against Jehoshaphat or to battle. First of all, I love King Jehoshaphat, and I love the story of reading it because his father was Asa, who was one of the most righteous kings that Judah they had in Jerusalem, or Judah, which one of them they won. He was a very righteous king and brought his children up. He brought up, you know, his son, Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat learned God from him, from his father. So it's good fathers to teach your children about God. You know, teach them, teach them something besides, you know, a lot of times people want the kids to be a good, good basketball player or a good football player or get your eyes on teaching them about God and let the Lord lead them into football and all that other stuff, you know. You know, so, you know, we learn as we go. But I want to thank God for this because I just love this chapter. Came to pass all this also that the children of Moab, the children of Ammon, who <laughs> surprisingly was uh, Lot's kids by his daughters. His sons was born by Lot's daughters that he, that, you know, the king, well, whatever. Uh, they did that in them days, not as much, but they did it. Then there came some that, that, told Jehoshaphat, saying, there come a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on the side of Syria, and behold, they be in Hazazanamar, which is in Jiji, which is the desert. And Jehoshaphat feared and said himself, you know, it don't matter how much we love God, we still human. I'll help listen to Jackie. I don't care how much you love the Lord, you still got a human part in you that there are things that come against you in this life you're going to fear. And you ain't going to know how to handle it, but this chapter going to help you right here, okay? So y'all stay with me, read it, read it with me. Okay, Jehoshaphat feared, set himself to seek the Lord. Now that's one thing, when you fear, that's what you need to do. You know, don't go try to find your way. Set yourself to seek God if things come against you that you can't handle. Let me see y'all got some stuff in here that you would like God to help you with. Well, I guess I'm preaching the right thing this morning. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim, proclaim the fast throughout all Judah. So that's why we proclaim fasts because fasts humbles your flesh. And so don't get, don't get all strung out now and get, get you know, keep your fast up. We should fast anyway, foot. I mean, it's just time to get a hold of God. We need God. We need Him in our lives, in a, you know, like these kids here. We, we need God. So it's not going to hurt you and it's good for your body. Hello, and and Al just proved it. He told me he met a lady that was that's really my oh she my kind of lady. Oh yeah, because you know I'm a herbalist crazy. Praise the Lord! But she he met a lady was telling us how to do with our bodies. You know we don't think we have to do nothing with our body. I'm leave that alone. But but it's necessary that we do. It's holy and it's good. Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. Uh, you know, I'd be one if we had some presidents. <laughs> they see all this crap coming in and they would, they would ask us to pray. They act just like nobody's saved, nobody, no, you know, like the country. I don't know what's wrong with this country. Why don't they call the country and tell them to pray on Fridays or to noon? Or, none of that happens now. Our country just, you know, just let's pray for our leaders of our country. I'm telling you, because we're going to be in some hot stuff after a while. You, you just keep living. You say, Pastor, no, you just keep on living. The scriptures are true. 
And God don't love America no better than he loved nobody else. And if America don't love God, 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 in fact, the scripture say, I love them and love me. I said, oh, (laughs) we keep going our way and keep on acting crazy like we doing. God got to get us because we're his children. He going to whip us. I know you don't whip your kids about nothing, but he going to tear us up after a while. You know, see, that's what doesn't happen. Y'all don't whoop your kids. See, they so precious and everything, you know. Praise the Lord. I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Don't know you raising a demon. This, you better get hold of their tails while you can. And it's not going to hurt them because the Lord said, beat them and save their souls from hell. You don't believe what God say? Didn't he say? Who said that? All right. Thank you. Thank you. He, he said, save them, beat them. Now, I, you know, I know that devil, but that's what the Bible say. It said, that's what it means. It said, to save their souls from hell. So you're not helping your kids when you don't punish them, uh, 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 whip them. Uh, what word we want to put there? Nice them. Huh? Discipline them, yeah. And I ain't talking about sitting in the corner either. You know, I'm not saying you go, all right, now you go and you sit in that corner for 10 he don't care. He, he taking his phone. Did you take his phone from him? When he sit in the corner, did you take it, take the, uh, what the, all the other things, uh, all these little things? Did you take that from He sit in the corner having a good time. He sit in the corner going on his phone and going, <laughs> this is the truth. <laughs> if I leave my phone like on my table in my front room, I got, I did move some of the stuff off the table in the front room, real jacket. Y'all won't have to do so much. I sit my phone on the table. We got a little one come in. The first thing they had for us, that phone. I mean, kids, yay high. And then they be, they probably know how to use it better than I do. Because I, them crazy things, I can't have to use my phone. <laughs> I'm telling you, these kids, this is a generation of people that if we ever needed the Lord, we need him now. And we need him to raise this next, we can, the next generation, the next generation. I love this church because of uh, the kids back there. They said, we want to go to church. We want to go to Sunday. Listen, kids want to go to church. Take them. What kids you know that's talking about we want to go to church? It ain't too many kids that want to go to church. So I, I, I just get so proud of this church. I'm kind of like, Selena, I love this church. Because and I love the children. It's filling up with young people. Y'all know it's the young people coming? And do we do get out. Honey. We, we get out and we, 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 uh, we had a lot of things going over in Hidden Valley. Before everything happened, we, we had plays and singing and every kind in, in Hidden Valley. But since things done, we had service. They opened up their doors and we stepped our foot in there and they just love us. You know, I can have any room in there to preach or do whatever I want to do. So we do go out. And I just want to thank the Lord. Okay, so let's get back. He said, so now we're going to study about King Jehoshaphat who had a father named Asa who taught him the ways of the Lord. Came to pass that Jehoshaphat saying, they came to him and told Jehoshaphat, there's a great multitude against the, from beyond the sea on this side of Syria. And behold, they be in Hazardine, whatever that word is, and in the desert in Gidi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Isn't that something? And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, Oh, Lord God, our fathers, our fathers, God of our fathers, art thou, 
Art thou not God in heaven and ruleth not over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thine hand is there not power and might so that none is able to withstand thee? Are thou not our God who did drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel and gave to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever? And they dwell therein and they have built their sanctuary therein for that name saying, if when evil come upon us as the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help us. And now behold the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Sarah, whom thou wouldn't let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. We didn't go in there and whip them because when they was going through coming out of the land, uh, the Lord didn't let them go in there and, and, and involve these people because they was close relatives. And so he did, he told them not to go there and bother them. So they went on, they didn't fight with these people. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives and their children. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jael, the son of Medaniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. He said, hearken ye, all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Thus saith the Lord unto you, be not afraid, nor dismayed, by reason of this great multitude, for the bell is not yours. We were singing some of these songs today. The bell is not yours with the Lord. Tomorrow go down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziph and, and shall, and, uh, and, and, and shall, before the wilderness of Zerul, ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his head, face to the ground. And all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. I want to read, I just want to get down to what this, the, 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 the verse I want to read. Okay, here's two things now the Lord taught me through this many years ago. Praise the Lord. He said, uh, so let's go to number 21. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord. And that should, that should praise the beauty of holiness. <laughs> As they went out before the Lord, the army and say, praise the Lord for his, his mercy and do it for We made us a little song. Now we, when I first preached this, we made, we praise the beauty. Y'all remember that? Let me see who made it. Of holiness. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for his mercy. It endureth. For his mercy endureth forever. We made a little song. We, we, we read that. Older, the older church. They still remember. He said, well, what's verse I am now? Okay. And when they began to sing and praise. So singing and praising was a good way to come against Satan. And that is the truth. When you go through your battles, you get you a good song. Which will come with a good praise. Because when you start to singing, you're going to start to praising. 
most live you start singing before you start to praise <laughs> but if you get into that first one it will get you a good song hallelujah hallelujah and he can drive away anything you get down in the night you know you know what i just listened to tony people have things they go through you know, Tony, I'm over that, that hump. You know, we, you know, had things I might have could have preached about years ago, but you know, God brought us over many humps. Oh, by the way, the 14th was my 66th anniversary. Y'all ought to say praise the Lord. 66 years. Can you imagine? <laughs> I was telling the lady across the street, she said, what? <laughs> Amen. Hello. My six and six and so dad got up this morning and wallowed out the bed and came. He usually cooks breakfast or oh he he's a good cook. My husband is a good cook. I'm I'm not kidding, you know. Because when we were raising our kids, we lived in that little house over there by the church, he did all the cooking. I have a child, we had to stay in the house for twenty one days, couldn't get about the bed. Hello. And he would cook, he would go, he would, you know, be chopping cotton. And we had this old stove. He put the food on the stove. Let the food. the only more heaters we had. This. <laughs> he he be cooking stews and everything. So now he gets he somehow or another this man done fell in love with tomatoes. And this is not the message. This dude fixed tomato gravy on everything. Rice and tomato gravy. Grits and tomato gravy. And I eat it. Shit. He, he he leave it on the stove for me. You know I'm not gonna say I don't want that. No, 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 no. I said, honey, don't fix me too much. Now, I know you don't eat too much. He has my, he has my great stuff. Hallelujah. God is good. So after 66 years, he's good. Y'all ought to say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Some of y'all can't stay together two months and time I did this. And I, <laughs> praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So he told him that battle is not his, but the Lord. I mean, the Lord is, 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 is going to win this battle. Okay. I'm going to get over here. I'm going to just, just screw it. Let me see what verse it is. So when he began to sing and praise the Lord, said Ed Bush, when he began to sing and praise, listen to this now. As he sang and praised, the Lord set an ambush up against the children of Ammon. So when you sing it and praising God, he working. You trying to figure out how you going to do this thing and how it's going to happen. Just get you a song and start praising God and God get to moving. The angels move for you. Not when you've done, the, oh Lord. I mean, you've done enough of, that, enough of that. You get down there, oh God, oh God. No, sing and praise and God begin to move. Hallelujah. He moves, hallelujah, in ways that you can't see. And singing and praise will put God on your side. You ain't got to do nothing. Just sing and praise God. Praise. Ain't that what the scriptures say? Okay. <laughs> Let me read. I want to get the scripture that I want to read now. This is the one I want to. This is the 20th chapter. Yeah. Pastor B cooking, cut my finger so bad. But I guess I keep this on there and then it'll get well. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, just where the scripture at? Wait a minute. I'm gonna, if I just have to go down and just read. And so number 19, and the Levites of the children of the Kohites, y'all forgive me. They rose early in the morning, went forth into the wilderness to the core, and they went forth. Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. This is some people's scripture a long time. 
and so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers, and that's when they sung. Hallelujah. So they begin to sing. But where's the scripture where Joshua was, where he was uh, very angry, he was scared. I know it's in Second Chronicles 20. I just read it, but I guess my eyes is kind of a, yeah. Uh, number three. Three. Huh? Okay. Okay, Jehoshaphat feared the Lord to, and set himself to seek God and proclaim a fast. And then the people came together. But he said something that I want to read to you. Oh, I thought I had circled it. Praise the Lord. Just be patient with me. This is supposed to be, y'all supposed to be patient with this. There's gray hair up here. <laughs> so Jehoshaphat was afraid of this man. He, he still was afraid. I got to read the scripture, though. You know the scripture say, but my eyes up on you. You say, praise the Lord. Please forgive me. I thought I had circled that scripture. Praise the Lord. But he was afraid. He still was afraid. He was afraid because there were so many people. I mean, it was people. I, I seen a film of it. It was people, people, people. I mean, armies just looked like ants to come after this man who didn't have an army this big. Praise the Lord. So he got afraid. Find the scripture from hell. He said, Lord, huh? Verse 12. That's good, but that's not the one. Oh, our God, will thou not judge him? For we have no might against this great. He was still scared that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do. Here it is. That's it. Thank you. He said, he, so he started to pray and he said, number 12, oh, our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great army. These, I'm telling you, if you could just look it up on your line, y'all got phones by Joshua, but Jehoshaphat. It, they got it, a, a, a whole movie of it, and they must have had a million people out there, good Lord, against this army that Joshua didn't near have an army this big. So in the natural, in the natural, we got things, I don't care what we think we got, that we cannot do, that we cannot win except God be with us. So we got to let him know that we are dependent on him. So Joshua, so Jehoshua said, he said, oh Lord, he said, I'd be, but he told him he was scared because he was. <laughs> sure. He said, thou, will thou not judge him? Say, don't do some, Lord. Judge these people. <laughs> For we have no might against this great army. I can't whoop these people. There's too many of them. He said, that come up against us. He neither know what we to do. He said, I don't know what to do. And I've prayed this so many times. Lord, I don't know what to do, but my ass is upon you. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get out this situation. I don't know what to do. Hallelujah. People can't give me no understanding, Shelly. They'll say, well, you should do this. You should do that. So I, so I looked at what the Lord said and what I had said. I said, I'm going to do, Lord, you're going to lead and guide me and you're going to do this. I say, I don't know what to do, Lord. I pray this. I say, but my eyes are upon you. I'm gonna, you're gonna tell me what to do. Are you in that place? Do you have a place that you don't know what to do? Put your eyes upon Jesus and he will lead and guide you by his spirit. 
He will tell you what to do. Now, what he tell you to do, everybody may not agree with. But don't let God tell me something. You forget it. Anybody know me? I, I, I don't, you may not agree with it. But if God tell me something, Joe, I don't care what you say. I don't care how many prayers we done prayed together. I don't care what's her, 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 her. But if I know God said it, forget it. Because I'm going to do it. And it always works out right. When I obey God, it works out right. You can't obey people sometimes. You cannot tell what people tell you to do. You got to have a relationship with God for yourself. Because people love you. And sometimes, you know, you have to do something that they think is dangerous. But once I get a God, did God tell me something, girl? Forget it. I, and I don't really care what you said afterward. <laughs> That's just me. I'm just, just the way I am. You know what I'm saying? But if God tell me to do something, I know he going to take me through. So God told me to do this, and I know he's bringing me through. I'm going to see a miracle. How to, I'm going to see a miracle. Amen. Because it's God. So you got to hear God, what God tell you to do. You, you, hallelujah. Get your eyes in tune and say, God, what are you saying about this thing? Because you know everybody loves you. They're going to try to help you. But a lot of times people try to help you and they're not telling you the right thing. Come on now. They're not, they're not knowing how you feel in your heart. Praise the Lord. As I was telling one of my kids, I said, I said, look, I'm the one who said such and such a thing to God. Now, I'm going to do what I said, and God going to have to do the rest of it. You know, because people love you, and they don't want to see you get into nothing. You know what I'm saying? No, you better not do that, Selena, because so, you better not say that, so, 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 so. But you got to reason out yourself where you standing. And you got to do, you might be scared to make this step. You may be into something now that you need God for. You don't know which way to go. But God will lead and guide you. He did it. He just said it. You may not, I'm sure he got plans. Lord, I, you know, I don't know what to do with this here. You know, which, which way should I go? I'm sure that came in your mind somewhere along this line when you was testifying. But when you're looking to God, you're looking to him for the answer. You're looking for something higher. You may not call it God at the time. You might just say, Lord, I don't know what, how you, but the Lord knows when you are touching him. God knows your heart. He knows you and he loves us so much. If I have ever learned in these two years or three years or four years that I've been living how much God loves. I mean, God's love, you can't pin it down. You can't pace it down. God loves you. You can't be nowhere out hurting where he don't help you. And don't let the devil tell you, well, you know, I know I didn't do so-and-so. I promised God so-and-so. And so God don't look at that singly. He sure don't look at me, and I know he don't respect the persons. God loves you. Say, God loves me. God loves this I know. For the Bible tells me so. <laughs> and the Bible is true. If that ain't true, then ain't nothing else true. So if you're in a place that you got a great decision, somebody, I just feel this, a great decision to make, and you don't know what to do, Put your eyes is upon the Lord. Put your eyes on him. Ain't that right, sister? If you don't know what to do, just put your eyes on the Lord. And he's going to take you in the right direction. 
And it may not be nothing that you thought. It may be saying, God, this, listen, in the, oh yes. It may be a direction that you never thought going through it this way to make the end, to get this done. No, but it's going to be God. I say it's going to be God. And when you come out, everything going to be all right. If you'd have went the other way, you'd have messed up things. I'm telling you, now don't go that way. <laughs> don't go that way. Go the way you feel that God is leading you. He will bring you through. I'm telling you now, it may not be good. I hadn't looked what you're going through. But if you go through, if God don't tell you to go through, he's going to bring you through. He's going to bring you out. Hallelujah. I don't care how bad it look. Hallelujah. People say, now, you should do that cause. You know, everybody, people love you and they got their calls or so-and-so. But if you have sought the Lord and he tell you to do, do such, such a thing, close your eyes and your ears to everybody else and do it. And it'll work. I said work. Amen. Praise the Lord. Stand on your feet. All I want you to know is you may not know what to do, but keep your eye on Jesus. And when he say move, you move. He say stay, you stay. Whatever he tell you to do, do it. I can say this with with all the confidence in the world. Joe, whatever God tell you to do, do it. Because it's God that's telling you to do it. And I ain't say what now I ain't talking about nobody prophesying either. I'm talking about what he tell you. You got to have some ears to hear God for yourself. Stop looking for everybody to call on the phone and tell you something. Yeah, I'm not saying now that we shouldn't, because I do. I have I have sisters in the Lord that we pray about things, sister, yes, Lord, about something. But if you got something in your heart or, or something, I believe, I believe in something, I do. Somebody is either here or there, you got something that you need to do and you know you need to do it and you feel like God has told you, shut your ears to everybody but God. Shut your ears up. Say, I'm going here, just get on your knees, get, get in, in the kitchen, get somewhere, you know, out on the back porch or somewhere, say, God, I need you. I need to hear you. And then keep, don't talk to nobody else. You talk too much. You tell people too much. Honestly, you do. I do, and I say, Lord, help me. Especially when I'm, I'm seeking something from God, let me seek God. <laughs> you know, the people are not God. <laughs> you know, praise the Lord. Father, I pray for those that have listened to this message. I know people have a lot of decisions to make now. I know that. Because we living in a time and a day of decisions. Lord, help that one, my brother, my sister. The one that's not even probably my brother and sister, but one that you love. Help them, God, to make the right decision. Oh, God. That one that's listening to this message and praise the Lord, know they need to, they got to do something, but they don't know what to do. But let them put their eyes upon you, Lord, and you will tell them. I know you will, because you want to gave me this, Lord. And in seven days, they will hear a word from God in their hearts, and he will tell you what to do. Thank you, Jesus. If this is you, you write, let me know, uh, holler, or do something so I'll know, because I just believe this. I live by this. I do. Praise the Lord, because I'm older than a lot of y'all, or, or any of y'all, really. I just believe that you ask God what to do and depend on God. Don't call Sally now. You don't call God now. Don't let Sally get in it. Or Joseph or whoever. You know what I'm saying? 
ask God. If you're going to God with something, let God be your leader. Now, if you ask your brother for something, then don't put, you know, God to lead you both. But there are things that you know that people just don't match up with. <laughs> Amen. You got to have his voice and his voice alone. Amen. Tony, I'm going to, would you come up here and I just want to shake your hand. <laughs> Thank you for, because I know you're not a talker too much. Thank you. Thank you for standing and, and testifying and telling God's people what God did. Praise him, because this has helped a lot of people. See, I've been knowing Tony for years. See, I know he, he don't do a lot of talk. You know. He kind of like my, my son up doing that back there. You know, you got to be saying stuff for him to listen to what you're saying. <laughs> you know, because he, he don't go with a lot of foolishness, you know. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. I'm glad you came, Tony. Y'all, y'all going back when? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Y'all better stay here for me. You better stay here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody need prayer today? I'm through. When God, the, I, when I bring something, God tell me to say, preach. Once I preached it, I'm through. Yeah. It's my pastor say, I have to live in my soul. And this, I'm through. I have to live with myself. And the main thing is, <laughs> ask God. When he answer you, let that be your answer. Don't call nobody on the phone. Don't write nobody. Do what he tell you to do. Because he's not going to lead you astray. He's not going to tell you something. When God give you an answer, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Anybody need prayer? I've delivered my soul. That is the text of my message. That's what I want you to remember. I don't know what to do, but my eyes is upon you. Otherwise, your eyes take in things into your brain or whatever, however it works. You got to see it sometime first. But whatever God tells you to do about this situation, it's going to work. But if you put Sally in it or Susie, you're going to get off track because they're human like you are. And if you don't know what to do, they don't either. Anybody need prayer? I've delivered my soul. That's that's my whole thing. (laughs) I don't know what to do, Lord. But my eyes up on you. Whatever you tell me. And I know it'll come out right. Because when God tells me something, I don't care who, what they think. I just don't. I just, I feel God is under, you know, the decisions I've had to make, and, and, I, and I made them, and people didn't agree. But it's coming out right, girl. <laughs> coming out right, sister. Because God told me. When he tell me to do something, if he say walk across the street into the fire over there, if he tell me to do it, it's going to be right. right. God ain't going to tell you nothing wrong. When you seek the Lord, it ain't like you ain't sought the Lord. If you seek the Lord and he tell you to do something, don't go and ask Sally when you do it. Obey the Lord. Who else could give you a better answer than the Lord? God is with you, sister. I just love you. I love all of you, all my children. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? Praise the Lord. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the fourth, fifth Sunday. Now, this just happened. I did not tell this child. I didn't say nothing to her. But God had given us a prophecy many years ago. Ain't never told you about it yet. I will sometime. I should have told you, I guess. Whatever. He didn't mean nothing again. 
he gave us a prophecy, and uh, she came to me, and she said, Grandma, I want to preach on the field. Son, I said, what? And I said, what? <laughs> so I said, okay. Who was I supposed to say? No. It took a lot of courage. I mean, I was bowled away when she asked me. You know, we weren't even talking about that. She just came to me and said, I feel led. I, I want to minister on the fifth Sunday. I said, okay. <laughs> I could say, amen. Praise I'm so glad to have you all here. Clap your hands again for Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Joe, Joe I, 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 have to, I, be, I tell some of my kids, y'all help me. I said, because I don't want to be talking stuff I shouldn't share, you know. But when my kids come in, I count them. And when all eight of them came, girl, all my eight girls, you, you should have seen me, girl. girl. You, what is it? You ought to solve things begin to, oh. I said, Lord, help me share it up. <laughs> don't let me be. I, I want to do the right thing, you know what I'm saying? But I be calm and say, one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six. I do. Five, six, seven, eight. Ooh, I said, oh, my kids here. I think, uh, what, a Sunday for last or something like that. Amen. I'm glad that they're here. I'm glad. Amen. So listen, what God do for one, he'll do for another. <laughs> Shoot. What he do for one, he'll do for another. Because he love us all the same. Soon you'll be counting your kids here. And be glad they came. I can't count no boys. Them local here boys, you know, they just hard. No offense. No offense. I got one boy, and that knucklehead, you can't get him to come. Because <laughs> he work on Sunday, you know, of course, you know. Amen. <laughs> but all my girls, they found a time to get here. Ain't that something, Clay? So glad you came. Yeah. <laughs> your, your brother-in-law going to be glad to see you. God. Anything else? I'm going to dismiss you. Uh, somebody get that. Uh, Vicky had it. I, I used to know it by memory, but my I getting a little old and it done left me. The Lord watched between me. Read it. Uh, yeah. Yes. Amen. I knew that by memory. Ain't that beautiful? But I thank the Lord for this. I thank Him. God bless you. Uh, praise the Lord. I'm glad to see all of you, Clay and Sherry and my babies. And, my sweetie. Thank you for your little note, darling. Uh, I'm going to take you think we should take it down so nobody get jealous. Should we leave it up there? Okay. All right. <laughs> God bless all of you, my father's children. I'll see you next week. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God go with you and watch over you. And I'm so glad to see you, Sister Harlan. <laughs>